Hey everyone, welcome to the Intelligent Conversations podcast where we believe everyone has a form of intelligence that resides within them. Our goal is to encourage these types of conversations for our audience to listen to. Without further ado, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, this is your host Josh Baker with the Intelligent Conversations podcast. Today I have the honor to speak with Nate Palmer. He's a nutrition expert, coach, speaker, and writer. He believes that being in great shape gives you a massive advantage in business, focus, and relationships. Nate currently helps business owners and entrepreneurs improve their physique, finances, and more through fitness and nutrition. So Nate, thanks for coming on. I'm really excited to hear what you have to say uh, and share with us today. But I'm going to start with asking you to tell us how you got into fitness and what sparked your love for fitness and nutrition? Hey, Josh. Uh, dude, I'm so excited to be on the show today. I've been really looking forward to it. And yeah, I'd love to talk a little bit about that. It's been, it's been definitely a long ride. So I got, into, uh, I got into fitness. Like I started working as a personal trainer in like 2008. But before then, um, I really kind of like, I attribute my love of physical culture and immersion into that aspect to an event that happened when I was 11 years old. And what was happening was my mom had dropped off my sisters at school. So she was out of the house. I was home by myself and someone knocked on the door. I didn't let him in. I didn't know who it was. He came around the back and he broke a window and came into my house. And I was 11. I was freaking out. I'm like, I was like a scared kid yeah. anyways, scared of <laughs> strangers or ghosts getting in trouble, just like everything basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I didn't know what to do. So rather than calling the police, cause I was like scared of getting in trouble from calling the police, I grabbed a steak knife and went and hid under my bed. So I locked my door to my room, hid under the bed. And I heard this guy coming down the hallway, heavy work boots on my hardwood floors and pounding on my door. And I was like, you know, losing my mind. You know, I was like, really, it's a traumatic incident. And I definitely ingrained in my brain still. And I remember at that point, like, you know, upon reflection many years later being like, I, that was really when I was like, I don't ever want to feel like this again. I don't really want everyone, anyone to take my power autonomy away from me and feel like I'm completely helpless. So if I, you know, prepubescent brain, I'm like, you know what I need to do is have a lot more knives and have a lot more muscles. So that kind of sparked it for me. And it's like, you know, at 11, I wasn't really doing anything good. You know, I started working out, working out, doing pushups here and there. My, my workouts were like arm day, arms and abs, abs and biceps, biceps and triceps and uh, biceps. You know, like my, my workouts were like just stupid up until I was like 18 or so. And then when I was in university, I was studying business and psychology. Didn't really go to my classes or participate <laughs> to my homework, but I did spend hours and hours and hours reading thousands of articles for, on websites like T Nation, Breaking Muscle, bodybuilding. And those things just like kept my attention so much more. So I was just like immersed myself in that, in the culture and like the learning. So fast forward, I got out of, got out of school in 2008, which not a lot of jobs available yeah. <laughs> for people in 2008. So I was like, I'll just be a trainer. I've been doing commission-based stuff all my whole life. I'll just be a trainer. Keep it, keep it going. Figure out what I want to do when I grow up later. Still haven't figured it out, but got a job as a personal trainer and like kind of just you know, there's a, there's been some, uh, some other stuff that's happened along the way, but basically been doing this in some iteration, either in person in a group or online for the last 13 or so years. And it's been a really fun journey. Uh, thank you for sharing that. I think a lot of people 
I, I didn't know that uh, story behind. I mean, I read your profile and all that when you were talking about, and I was like, oh, this guy seems awesome. But I mean, that story right there is like, oh my gosh, like, I mean, that would motivate me to go work out and go and get big and make sure that, hey, you're not going to mess with me. I mean, I totally get that attitude there. But I kind of want to, because if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have your own like business, like fitness consulting firm, right? Am I right there? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Like I consult with people, mostly entrepreneurs and business owners on how they can utilize nutrition and training, not just as a way of getting skinny, but actually as a way of like leaning into their power, getting better at the things that they love. Because most of us don't really care about our hip angle on a Bulgarian split squat. You know, we care about spending quality time with our family. We care about financial freedom. We care about those, like the important things in our lives. So um, I love talking to people about this story because it's like, how do you move from like a fear-based response? Like, oh, I need to lose weight because I am not good enough. I'm not worthy, et cetera. To being like, how do I use fitness and nutrition as a way of amplifying who I am, becoming more, becoming greater? Yeah, I, I like that you mentioned that because I think, honestly, I mean, that's kind of the base of who I am. I'm, I'm not as insane as you. I'm still <laughs> like, I, I, you are a way above me and my, you're way up there. But I still, you know, work out consistently six days a week. And I have found that that's become like who I am. And I did sports through high school, weight training, all of that. I was just like, man, like, this is who I am. So like, I graduated high school, like a year ago. And I was like, all right, now what? Like, this was my identity. I didn't get any like, serious, like, sports scholarships or anything like that. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'm just gonna go to business. That's my second passion, right? And it's interesting how many, like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Qualities that you can take from like sports working out and apply it to business. Like that is, I bet you agree there too. Like commitment, discipline, uh, trying to think of something else, but I mean, <laughs> there's just countless qualities that come to mind when I'm like sports actually help tremendously. Fitness itself helps tremendously when it comes to business. So I like that you brought that up, but could you talk me through like, cause I kind of want, I'm interested to hear this. What, what's your process of like working with, let's say, okay, I'm going to give you like someone right here, a persona. Someone walks in entrepreneur, he's working his life away, totally out of shape. How would you get him to be more productive? And I guess, yeah, just be more productive and get into shape and feel good about himself. Yeah. This is a great question. Cause I think a lot of times people are coming in without the, the, the priority of fitness and nutrition. They're coming in because they're mad at themselves. Their doctor told them to get in shape. Like there's something going on where they're like, eh. you know, it's not yeah. like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go like build my body and really get in the gym and get physical with stuff. Like I'm sure you've had that experience, you know, and I'm not sure you've also had those days where you're like, I don't really want to be doing this. You're working out six days a week. It's a lot, you know? So um, I think that like when we can do what you talked about earlier, when you can connect, hey, you know, you, you think building your, like changing your body and building your business are like different things. They're the same thing. And I really believe I, I didn't for a long time. I really, I really pushed this. So I was, I didn't like this because it was, it called out a lot of flaws myself, but I heard a quote that said, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I was like, no, I'm a, I'm sloppy and, and like disgusting. And I leave my clothes out at home, but I'm like really good at my, these other things. And that's not true. That's not true. I like all that stuff bled together. So if when I'm disciplined and consistent and have a rigorous, like 
like set of like a like calendar scheduling, like exercises, et cetera, in my workouts that really bleeds into my business as well. Because like you said, consistency, discipline, hard work, those things are universal principles of success. They're not, they're not isolated to your business or your fitness. So the first thing I always do, like before we even talk about like tactics or cardio or whatever else is we try to connect those two things together. So I go, listen, like you want to make more money. You need to do more work, right? If you're trying, if you're, if you love business, you probably have a to-do list, right? That you're updating yeah. on a weekly basis. Everybody does. All entrepreneurs have a to-do list, right? And most of us, we knock that out in the afternoon. We're doing our, our heavy duty stuff in the mornings, our meetings, et cetera. We like all of mm -hmm. our deep work in the mornings. We got a lot of stuff to do in the afternoons. But if you go and have a Chipotle burrito, you eat burger and French fries, or you have like the three martini lunch, you know, that a lot of guys are doing. When you can jam an hour's worth of to-do work into three hours, you know, stretch it out because you want to take a nap under the desk. Your brain's not functioning. So if I can go, listen, hey, you want to get home? be with your kids, have more energy, like live it, like be present. What you need to do is you need to ditch that heavy meal that's been slowing you down. And we need to eat something that's fresh. We need something that's light. And we need to eat something that gives you energy instead of stealing from you. So if I go, hey, you can make more money and have a better relationship with your family. If you eat lunch this specific way, it's, it's way easier for people to wrap their brains around than if it's, I go, hey, you need to eat this many macros because I said so. And then you need to eat three hours, every three hours, soaking metabolic furnace, you know, like, and we, we use these trainer words and fitnesses and stuff like yeah. that, which just doesn't resonate with anybody. So it's like, hey, okay, Josh, what's important to you? Here's how to get it by using training and nutrition. And that's why we always have to create that connection before we can do anything else, because I can give you the best tactics in the world. I can give you these sick workouts and amazing meal plans. But if you're not committed to it, if you don't understand why it actually impacts your life and makes it better, then who cares? At the end of the day, who cares? Exactly. I think you brought up a great point there. I think a lot of people, I mean, the connection, I mean, that's something I think just, I mean, you mentioned that in life in general, it doesn't have to necessarily be fitness to this other thing. I mean, most great ideas, this is what I always tell like my buddies, my friends, family, and they're like, oh, I'm looking to start a business. You're, you've been doing that. How, how, do you, how do you do that? And I'm like, well, honestly, it's connecting one thing and another thing and putting it together. Because if you want like the number one rule for business, at least today, I don't know, maybe hundred years in the future, it might change, is making things faster. Like getting things faster and faster and faster. Like getting results faster. I'm like, there's two things and you're connecting it together. It's going to make, you're knocking out two things with one thing. And I'm like, that's how you do it guys. <laughs> like uh, Quicker, uh, faster, easier. Exactly. Uh, you, perfect words there. But I mean, I'll, I'll pay more for convenience than I will for quality. Exactly. I would too. I mean, there's a reason why McDonald's makes more than like any other food restaurant out there. It's like, true. And there's a reason that like that, uh, all these, like self like Instacart and these other places that are going to like go get your groceries and bring them before you are exploding. And it's not just the pandemic that did it. Yeah. Yeah. You brought up the pandemic. I I'm kind of interested. How do you adapt? Uh, were you originally doing business? Like, I mean, your fitness business, were you doing that like in person or were you doing that virtually before the pandemic hit? I was very lucky in 2020. I'll say that I said, uh, cause I, Basically, my wife and I were living in Seattle for a time up until about 2015. And uh, we sold all of our stuff. And then we moved to South America for a year. So in 2015, I brought my business entirely online. 
And at that point, it was, I was, I'm a, like, Josh, I can say this without any ego. I'm a great personal trainer, or I was, you know, I haven't done this <laughs> as much anymore. I was awesome. I was probably top 1%, like best personal trainers. I was really good, very like engaging, good with my clients, great at exercise progressions, regressions. And I was like, you know what? This is going to transfer exactly to being an online coach. I'm going to be an amazing online personal trainer. And I sucked at it. I was really bad. And I look back on it, my, my ego and everything else going on like at that time, like when I first launched and I was like, like, how dare I, you know, I just like, I was shipping off Excel documents, Josh, with workouts on them. Hey, do this a goblet squat. Then you're going to go into this reverse lunge, like done and dusted. Right. But people weren't getting results. So I was like, well, what do we got to do to get them results? You know what it is? Videos. The people need to see the videos. They don't have the videos. How are they going to know the exercises? I got it. I figured it out. Once again, now I'm an amazing coach and I'm very smart. Not so. I create, I film like 350 videos. I put them all into my Excel document. I spend hours doing this, Josh. Yeah. Hundreds, hundreds of hours. So much copy paste. It was absolutely bonkers. And then, you know, surprise, surprise. I ship these, these new workouts off. And no one's getting results except for the five people who love training. You know, I'm like, what am I missing here? So I go back to the drawing board and I'm like, what should I do? And so I was like, you know what I should do? I got to get people equipment with the videos. That's it. So I start sourcing stuff. So I start sourcing suspension trainers, like a TRX sliders, bands, putting them all into a little backpack, putting those, like building out programs, PDFs that I'm shipping out to people, crazy email sequences, check-ins, all this technology, yeah. all automated. And just no one was getting results. I was like, what oh. am I missing? Like, what am I doing wrong here? And the problem was, is that I wasn't addressing the underlying habits and lifestyle issues that everybody runs into. Online coaching is more coaching than it is personal training. And I didn't realize that. Coaching is a lot more like, Josh, what do you need? What are your goals? What are your life priorities and your like things that you'll tolerate and you won't tolerate? And how can we tie those to the healthy habits from waking up to going to bed that are gonna give you the results you're looking for? And working out that one hour you spend with a trainer or in your workout, whatever, is such a small part of this that if you don't, if you don't have it, you eat horribly the rest of the time, you'll never see the progress as much like as hard as you put the work in. So all that to say, coming into, coming into the pandemic, I had a bunch of like previously sourced home workout stuff. And I had already been working on my, on like the coaching habit and lifestyle portion of my business since basically 2018, I started doing actually good at it. Um, and so when the pandemic hit and everyone's like, oh, we have to work out at home. I was like, not only do I have all this stuff from my old business, I also have all the habit and lifestyle stuff that you, that you actually need. So I was really well positioned to take advantage of this while all these other trainers were struggling because their gyms were closing down and they were trying to move people online. I'd already been doing it for two years. That, that right there, you, you took, I mean, that's just business in general. I mean, if you're not willing to change and adapt, then you lose. There's winners and losers in life and you came out a winner. So we'll see. I mean. remains to be seen, I think. <laughs> We're doing, we're doing okay, but like, you know, there's always room for growth. And, you know, if you ask any business owner, like no matter what stage of business they're in, they're always going to be like, oh yeah, we could do this better. I want to go to see this X, Y, and Z thing. So it's nice to look back and be like, wow, I'm sitting right here where I am right now. Like, and in 2015, I would have been like, wow, I just want to get to that point. And then you get here and you're like, well, what's like the next level? What's the next step? You know? So it's good. It's step, but there's always room for improvement, always room for growth. And I didn't even tell you about like the other four or five, like gigantic abysmal failures I had along the way. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I'm kind of interested to hear about that, but I, I'm going to ask this first. Uh, have you heard of the book? Uh, it's on Audible, Atomic Habits. James Clear, yeah. Yeah. Are you on his email list? It's one of the best emails you can get on a regular basis. I, I need to get on it then. I, I haven't got on his email list, but I read the, I read, uh, I listened to the book and I was like, this is genius. <laughs> like, this is literally yeah, oh yeah, it's incredible. It's that's that's a book that I literally will send to clients. That oh, I would too, especially in your field, because there's so many people that like they it's again the connections. I think this is like the theme right here. You have to connect a habit that you already do every single day and just insert another habit and then just repetition totally. after yeah. that. You want to take vitamins, put it with your toothbrushing. For me, like I was I work out. Like, like you said earlier, this is I am. I work out, I don't miss. I haven't missed a workout in years. So like, well, some people struggle with that. I don't. So my habit that I wasn't doing well at was waking up in the morning, waking up early. So I made it a non-negotiable that if like my only time to work out is six to seven. And if I want to work out, I got to do it at that time. And guess what? I've woken up early every single day that I've said that I was going to because I don't miss workouts. And so to have the, those, have those habits, like using my workouts to pull, to elevate me in another area it's like, you know, it's clutch and it doesn't really cost me as much as trying to like white knuckle and like stay motivated <laughs> for something that's really hard, you know? Yeah. Cause you enjoy it at the end of the day, you enjoy the process of doing it rather than just saying, Oh, I need to do this done. Cause I've, I've found in my life when you say something along the lines of, Oh, I have to do this or I, Oh, I need to get this done. It never gets done. But when you say something like, Oh, I get to do this or, Oh, I'm choosing to do this. It's yeah. like, oh man, it's just that much more empowering and a lot more energy goes into that as well. And you're like, oh, let's go. And honestly, I have found when you put energy into something like a lot of energy, you get way better results. And that's, that's ultimately what we all want is results that, you know, make yeah. us who we are. And I, I kind of, I mean, going back here, I, I want to know, I kind of want to know your other business failures. Cause I mean, I, I have a couple of those too. It, Believe it or not, I'll share mine first, but <laughs> the first one was actually going to be like a fitness business. And when you were talking about like the Excel sheets, all that, I was like, Hey, I was doing the same things. Like, and granted I was a high school student. So like a lot of people like didn't trust me. Right. Like, like, Oh, you don't have a diploma. Like they're a little uneasy. And I'm like, Oh, like, come on. It can't be that bad. Right. And <laughs> so I started doing that and I was like, Oh, this, this just isn't going to work. And what's funny is, so I started an Instagram page with that and I was like, all right. Uh, and I was just talking motivation, like, Hey, just get up in the morning. Yada, yada, yada. And I was also, I started the podcast a little bit later and I was like, and I was having, you know, some success with that. And I was like, Hey, I wonder if, you know, I just get rid of the fitness business altogether and just do the podcast. And I'm like, cause that's pretty much what you're doing on the Instagram. Anyway, that's pretty much what you're doing on all the other social media accounts. I'm like, let's just change the name. That's easy. Just change the name. And we have one business instead of trying to run two. And that's just, it takes the stress off you. And this is a business that's actually successful right now. And it's actually working, you know, in your benefit. So now that was my business failure there. And I, I kind of want to hear the other ones that you have here. Uh, could you share, shed some light on that? <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a question for you first, but because it, it sounds like you didn't necessarily fail. You just kind of repositioned and tweaked. I think that any successful business has to go through a couple of different iterations. I mean, you're still a young guy, still building this out. 
I don't even see this as being like the end all be all. You're probably going to learn a lot of lessons along the way. Use your podcast as a way of funneling more. But like at the end of the day, your podcast, unless you have a ton of subscribers, you're a Joe Rogan type, you're not really going to be making a lot of money or monetizing it. So using your podcast as an authority building tool, as a way of delivering a lot of value, getting people results in advance, and then having like a product or a service that you can sell on the back end, like that's kind of like the way I would see that really panning out for you, you know, in the next couple of years. That, that's actually what I'm kind of doing right now. I Perfect. I'm building a brand around like this, this podcast, like intelligent conversations and I'm selling like clothing apparel. And I mean, I have a wonderful name, intelligent conversations, just drop the conversations. And the whole theme of the show is like, Hey, if you're just willing to sit down, listen to someone, everyone has something intelligent to say. Everyone has that one thing in the world where they're just like, Hey, I am the best in the world at this, right? And so I, I, I like to just, you know, sit down, I'll listen to people and they just, you know, consume their knowledge because they know more than me, right? At the end of the day, they know more than I do. So I just listen to them, hear what they have to say. And I've noticed uh, with, you know, the social media, like what trends and what doesn't. The one thing that's trending is when I do something called intelligent question of the day. And mm-hmm. I'll just say, oh yeah, here's a question for thought. And and engages people, engages them in conversations. I'm like, I could definitely build a community around this. If they want my, you know, my swag and stuff, I'm like, they can buy it. So I just, you know, publish the shop. I'm like, people buy it. I get some revenue and I have got a little bit here and there. Nothing crazy, right? To just, uh, you know, supplement my other income, but it's enough where it's like, hey, this, this could work, right? So, I mean, yeah. I, I like that you mentioned that the whole, you know, I guess I just switched and I never failed. It was just, I just adapted almost yeah, evolved. It's an evolution, right? And you're going to evolve again. And you're going to evolve with like a, you're going to, you're going to keep evolving. Obviously that's just who you are is like, if you're someone who's given your life to like sports and training. Like we talked about earlier, like that's not just a like flash in the pan. Hey, I played baseball in high school, like good to go for the rest of my life. That's a mentality. That's a lifestyle. And so like, this, this podcast, this swag, this community, this is not like, this is not your mountaintop. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a vital step in the process, but you're going to keep evolving. You're going to keep growing. You're going to start making those bigger connections, seeing more opportunities, seeing how intelligent conversations can impact the market in this way and fits into this niche super, super well. But you know, like the thing that I always stress for my clients and like is simultaneously this uh, deep breath, this like cathartic thought for me is Josh, like at the end of the day, the only way you can lose brother is if you quit is if you stop in your fitness, this is true. And in business, this is true. And and relationships and like, you know, like anything that's important, but like as business owners, as people who run podcasts, as people who are like continually like tinkering and evolving and changing, sometimes it can get like daunting to be like, man, I tried all these things and it didn't work out. Like right now I'm screwing around with a webinar that I, and I can't get my ads working. I've been, I've been stymied for about seven, eight months with Facebook ads until they finally, they shut off my account. My whole account blocked, completely blocked. (laughs) Really frustrating. And I like, I spent a lot of money and time and energy and building ads and creatives and blah, 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 and learning. Went through these ad courses, whatever. Okay, next, next, next up. So now we're on YouTube. Now we're doing YouTube ads and I'm not doing great at them, to be honest with you. You know, we've been at it a couple of weeks. We got a couple of people like, you know, we, we booked some courses. We're like, we're learning, we're getting better and stuff like that. But I know at the end of the day, if I don't stop, if I don't give up, my victory is already assured. I'm already going to win. 
There's no doubt in my mind I'm going to win because I will not stop. I will be more consistent and I might not be as smart and I might not have as much money and I might not have as much talent or be as naturally gifted as so-and-so who's been doing this for 10 years, but I know that I'm not going to stop. And I know that if that's the case, then I can just sit here, do my thing, not stress about it because I know there's victory coming. I know there's a win coming and I don't, it might be tomorrow, maybe in two weeks, maybe in 2022, who knows, but it's coming. And it's coming for you too. And it's coming for anyone else who's listening to this podcast right now, who's thinking that they've got a goal, whether it's a fitness goal, whether it's a building a business goal, building a brand, creating a relationship, whatever that looks like, if you don't stop, you got this, you got this. And it's so encouraging for me to even to think about that in days where it's like, it seems like daunting, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's almost here. It's like consistency at the end of the day, like hundred percent, as long as you're more. consistent, you're successful. Like it literally, I could just end it right there. Just say, if you are consistent in everything you do, then you will be successful. That's just the reality. If you look at any, I mean, I know I have a business oriented mindset, but like, if you look at any successful, like Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, list them, they've been at it at, for like seven years, right? <laughs> <laughs> seven years, bro. These dudes have been going from like the sense of the seventies. They've been, that, yeah, that's fair. they've been that's like fair. consistent for 50 years. You know what I mean? I, I, I guess I meant like millionaire to billionaire status. That, sure. That, yeah. That. But like, but I think that like, sometimes like we think that like, oh man, like this so-and-so just exploded or whatever. But I think it takes 10 years, 15 years to become an overnight success. Sometimes we just start seeing people when they blow up and they show up on Oprah, but they've been at it. They've been grinding for a decade or more, you know? So like, I think that like, that's also an important lesson that like, these like self-made people who are like overnight successes are not that not only do they have like mentors and coaches and people who supported them from the beginning, they also been at it, grinding, failing, falling forward all the time over and over again, you know? So yeah. like, you know, like you're a year removed from high school, bro. Like, where are you going to be in a decade? Like, I think that, you know, some, I think it might've been Bill Gates who said a lot of people overestimate what they can do in like three months, but underestimate what they can do in five years. Yeah. You know, and if you take that little bit of a longer term mentality, where am I going to be? What am I kind of work? Am I going to put in what legacy do I want to leave? What do I want to create? I think it just like, it creates more excitement and energy. Like you talked about earlier, as well as taking you out of your head of that, like instant gratification, Amazon prime mindset, where like, I want to hit the easy button and have it done. Yeah. I, instant gratification. I, I kind of want to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, I mean, instant gratification. That's something I see all the time. Right. I mean, I don't know about like, my grandparents, my parents, right? I don't know how relevant it is for them, but for us, it's like, I want it now. Like, sorry. Like, and I see this all the time. There's people like, oh, I want to start a business and it's going to be a million dollar business by tomorrow type of thing. I'm like, yeah, good luck. But <laughs> Enjoy that. <laughs> like, you're going to, you're going to hate yourself after those two weeks. I mean, and that's the thing I did it too. Like, cause that's just, I've been conditioned my whole life. I was like, oh, I want it now. And now, and then right when I actually went for it, I was like, hey, let's just start a business. Let's see what's happening see what happens. And I was like, all right, wait, I'm not a million dollar business. I, in fact, I didn't even make a grand. It's like, wait, this, this isn't working. Right. And it's just, it was like messing with my head. And I was like, all right, let's just keep going and see what happens. And eventually it picked up. And then I ended up just stopping that because I'm like, I need something that, you know, can actually generate a little more and something I'm more passionate about. I was like, this is something I'm, eh. it was cool. I made some money, but let's move on to the next. And I think there's, there's two immutable laws in play that like I, that I see over and over again. And one of them is 
if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. I've never seen the thing that's like, hey, magic healthy pill, take the, take the weight right off. It's a thermogenic, it's a body wrap, it's this other whatever. That's like, actually, you know, it's the shake weight. You know, like <laughs> none, of, none of those fad things are effective long-term. And the other thing that I think is, is true, kind of like the flip side of that, is that nothing worth having, nothing amazing that's going to happen in your life comes easy. It's not going to. And because if it was easy, everyone would do it. Everyone would have it. If it was easy, Josh, everyone would be walking around with a six-pack and a six-figure business. And the, you know how rare that is on both sides, especially together? Very rare. Yeah. And count people on, on like two hands that I know like that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't doubt it. It's something that I... I've talked with multiple business owners and the one thing they always tell me, they're like, don't neglect your health. All right. They're just like, do not like, like, even if it's just something as simple as like, Hey, let's just go for a jog today. Like, even if it's just, let's do a hundred pushups, you know, something ridiculous, right. It's just like, just do something because they neglected their health and they're like, I have all this money. I have all this wealth, but then they're like, I can't do anything with it. Like, I'm still like, I'm paying for my medical expenses because my heart's about to give out. I'm paying for all these other things that, you know, to take care, to make sure I'm alive and try and enjoy what the money I have. Right. And it's like, come on, man. Like, and I'm, I got thinking one day, I'm like, you know, they're right. I mean, yes, every kid's dream, right. Is to have a billion dollar business to be the guy. Right. But it's just like, you know, sometimes if you can enjoy it, is it really worth it? And you have to like look inside yourself and say, is it worth it? You have to build the business to where you think it's going to be. And if it's a billion dollar business, what do you do? But if you die young, it means nothing. No one's going to remember that. It's like, who remembers the richest guy in like 1918, right? No, Who's no probably one. named uh, Rockefeller or something. Oh yeah, it probably was. <laughs> but my, my cousin, my cousin just kind of went through this. Um, her, uh, her dad saving up for a trip to Hawaii, he wanted to take the whole family on a trip to Hawaii. As soon as I retire, we're going to Hawaii. As soon as I retire, we're going to Hawaii. Next year, we're going to Hawaii. 64 years old, was going to retire, was going to retire in March of this year and then go on a trip to Hawaii in June. Heart attack in February, died. Jeez. Yeah, sorry to make it really dark here, but like, like, you're, like just to your point, like you're, like you're not promised anything, right? And at the end of the day, if you spend all this time, energy building something, only to have it like, I think there's a, like a quote from... Like it's maybe from Buddha, maybe from some, right. like uh, the Dalai Lama. I think it's the Dalai Lama. Yeah, so like, Dalai, yeah. Like you know, what I'm talking. You know, you know, where I'm gonna go with this. Yeah, I, I want to hear it. But I'm gonna butcher it. It's just a heads up. But it says something to the effect of like men are really confusing because they'll sacrifice their health to build wealth. They'll sacrifice their time to build wealth, and at the end of their lives, they have to spend time and wealth to regain their lost health, and that's the only thing that they're they're doing. And the way he puts it is so much better than the way I just said it. So like the kind of that, like that thought process, right? There's like the man with his health has a thousand dreams, a lot of ideas. The man without his health, only one dream, only one thing that guy wants. I, I, I love what you've been sharing, man. I, you've had great thoughts. And I think this by far was one of the best episodes I've had. Like you've been sharing great things. And as we're wrapping up here, I want to get your final thoughts. I really, really excited to hear your thoughts on this, but if you could give one piece of advice to the world, just one piece, what would it be? Is this the intelligent question of the day? Yeah, this is the intelligent question right here. Do you have like a sound bite? It's like, da -da. <laughs> welcome back to intelligent question of the day. 
<laughs> I should do that. I'll, I'll, I think so. I'll add that. You should have a little bell. Yeah, I'll add the bell. <laughs> Brand it, bro. Brand it. And then you throw that on a t-shirt. Bam. Think about it. <laughs> um, one piece of advice to give the world, like, I'll be honest with you. My like number one piece of advice that I that I like to give people, my soapbox that I stand on a lot is that don't like can't can't lose, don't quit. But since we already did that one, and this is intelligent question of the day, and I have to come up with something good, I would say make sure that your morning routine is locked in, locked and loaded, whatever that is for you. You make sure that's locked and loaded. And there's two reasons for this. Number one, morning sets the routine for the day. So if you're getting wins, we're gonna aggregate wins. We're gonna stack those wins, baby. We want to make sure that you're waking up in the morning, having a health-minded activity, whether it's taking your vitamins, drinking some water, doing some, doing some movement, get a win, get a W in the health column early, because that's going to affect your energy, your focus, and your decision-making the rest of the day. You're less likely to eat a Cinnabon for lunch if you had a workout in the morning. That's just science. And the second thing about the morning routine is that if you can, if you can make sure that your decisions in the morning are hundred percent locked in. You don't have to decide between what type of cereal you're going to have, or like, is it going to be a green shirt kind of day or a blue shirt kind of day? Maybe, maybe you have different shirts and you don't just always wear black shirts, which I do, but I don't have to make any decisions in the morning. I know exactly how my day is going to go. My first hour is scripted. It's all like, it's all, it's all in. I don't have to think about things. So that way, when it comes time to make heavier decisions for my business, make like, work with my, like hang out with my kids, be fully present. I'm there for it. I don't have the decision fatigue that's been plaguing me since because I was like, oh, is it oatmeal or is it Chex Mix? You know? Yeah, I, I get it. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Uh, everyone, that was the intelligent answer of the day right there. Bam, so, bam. <laughs> man, maybe I should just use your voice as the sound effect right there. <laughs> I, well, well, I'm down for it. Just let me know. <laughs> we can make that happen. It's the future right now, Josh. We can do anything. Honestly, I love the internet. I mean, I have the most, like our generation, I am so optimistic, like dead serious. Like we have everything handed to us. Like the internet, we can do things in like five minutes if we needed to, right? And just finish it. So yeah, <laughs> but I, I kind of want to get your uh, information here. So if people want to reach out to you or like get in contact with you here, uh, you know, do like have you coach them things like that. What's the best way they can reach out to you and, you know, book a time with you. Best thing you can do if you want to kind of like jump into my world, if things I'm, I'm saying are sounding interesting is jump into the free Facebook community. And I don't know if your audience is into Facebook or the metaverse, or if you guys are like way beyond that, but, but uh, you can go to n8trainingsystems.com slash group to find me there. You can find me on Amazon. I got a couple books on Amazon, or you can just shoot me an email at Nate at na-trainingsystems.com. That'll get you there. And I'll, if you want to copy my book or something like that, I'll send you a free, I'll, I'll send you the free ebook. You can shoot out like, yeah, shoot me a link and I'll uh, get you the Kindle version of the PDF version for whatever. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming on, man. I, I've really enjoyed what you had to say. I've really enjoyed everything that you shared. Very great answers, precise, everything like that. So just thank you for coming on, man. Thank you. It's a lot of fun to have a conversation. Have an yeah. intelligent conversation. <laughs> All right. So everyone, as you can tell, that is Nate Palmer. He's an intelligent person, has great things to say. He gave his information there. If you would like to reach out to him, do business with him, whatever it might be. And I would challenge you guys to go reach out to him. I think he has great things to say. 
So tune in to next week. We have a great episode lined up. I look forward to that as well. And thank you guys for the support that you give. I cannot have done this without you guys. And see you guys next week. Let's get after it. Hey everyone, if you liked this episode and would like to hear more, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. We release a new episode every Wednesday for you guys to listen to. Thank you guys so much for the support that you give. We cannot have done this without you guys. If you would like to be a potential guest on the show, check out intelligentconvos.com and there should be a form there for you guys to fill out. Thank you guys again and let's get after it.